Hello, and welcome to Journey With Us, a podcast of Journey Baptist Church. Hello, and welcome back to Into His Word, where we are going through the book of Hebrews using the HEAR method, where we highlight, explain, apply, and respond to the Lord in prayer as we study the chapter. Today, we are going to be going through chapter 12 of Hebrews, and the first step in here is to highlight. So let's stop and highlight the words that stand out to us, and then when you're done, we will continue. Now that you've had a moment to highlight, I will share the words that I highlighted. I see in verse 12, it begins with the word, therefore. In fact, I went through and I highlighted the words that began a new paragraph in almost all of chapter 12. Chapter 12 starts with therefore, uh, verse 1. Verse 3 starts with for consider. Verse 12 starts with therefore. And so we see that we have uh, many verses that give us kind of a charge or a, um, a idea to take note of something. And so as we continue to look at chapter 12, I then highlighted in chapter 12, verse 1, large cloud of witnesses. Um, That's a unique phrase. That's not something I'm used to seeing in the Bible, so that's why I highlighted it. I highlighted the words hindrance and sin because I think it's interesting that the writer doesn't just say hindrances and he doesn't just say sins, but he goes out of his way to specify those differences. I highlighted in verse 3 that we won't grow weary or give up the parallelism of the phrase, that it's not just about growing weary, but it's growing weary and giving up. In verses 7 through 11, I highlighted every time that he referred to us as sons or he, God referred to himself as father. In verse 14, I highlighted the phrase, fall short of the grace of God, because that reminded me of what the Apostle Paul says in Romans 3.23, that all have fallen short of the glory of God. I thought it was interesting how even though the writer of Hebrews more than likely wasn't Paul, he still used similar terminology. I then, in verses 22 through 24, highlighted all the prepositional phrases, which that would be anything that starts with the word to. So to the, to a, to. So we see, instead you have come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, um, to the assembly of the firstborn, to a judge, to the spirits, to Jesus, of the new covenant, to the sprinkling blood. And so I thought it was interesting Uh, That paragraph was full of just these prepositional phrases describing what was going on. And then finally, in verse uh, 29, I highlighted the phrase, consuming fire. In verse 28, we see the phrase, reverence and awe. And the explanation of that reverence and awe is that our Lord is a consuming fire. So as we go through to explain these now, chapter 12 obviously comes after chapter 11. And in chapter 11, it's a long list of explanation of all these heroes of the faith from the Old Testament. And now the writer of Hebrews says, since we have all these men and women who've gone before us, who've lived the life, who've uh, ran the race and kept the faith, let us consider then 
that we also do these things. And so he says, we have this large cloud of witnesses. So you imagine you're at a stadium and in the stadium is all these people around you that have gone before you and ran this race. And let that be an encouragement to you to run this race as well. Then he says, at the finish line of that race is Jesus. And it's ultimately not the people in the stadium that are going to be our encouragement, but it's going to be Jesus who will be our encouragement. And I will get into the application of that as we continue. And then as we continue in verse 3, he says, Consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself so that you won't grow weary and give up as well. And so this idea that because Jesus was willing to suffer, because Jesus was willing to do these things, we should be willing to do these too. And then he explains how the things we deal with, these are disciplines that God gives us. And because God disciplines us, we can be confident that that means we are his children because it is only children who are disciplined by a father. And then finally, he goes on to compare and contrast the old covenant with the new covenant. We see in the old covenant, this fear and this trembling that came from Mount Sinai, where everyone, even though they could see it, what could be touched to this blazing fire, people were too scared to come to this old covenant. But instead, we have a new covenant that we can come to. And if you compare and contrast this old covenant with this new covenant, this old covenant is full of gloom and storms and words and sounds that are scary. But this new covenant is this filled with um, angels and it's a living city. It's... uh, a judge who has our names written in heaven, um, the spirits of the righteous people. There's this compare and contrast of the old covenant, which is scary and terrifying, and this new covenant, which is celebratory. And then finally, it's the reminder that just because we do have a celebration, because this new covenant is a celebration, it doesn't mean that our God is any less as consuming as he was in the old covenant. Uh, At the very end of verse 28, by it, we may serve God acceptably with reverence and awe for our God is a consuming fire. And the same fire that appeared on the mountain that caused Israel and Moses to tremble in fear is the same God we worship now. But because, verse 24, Jesus is the mediator of this new covenant to by the sprinkling of his blood, we are allowed to approach the throne of grace with boldness, like it says in Hebrews. And so what are our applications from this? I take three applications. The first application comes in verses 1 through 3, when he says, Let us lay aside every hindrance and the sin that so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. And so the first application we take from this is that we all know as Christians we are not supposed to sin, but life is more complicated than just are you sinning or are you not sinning. There are things that we do that although they're lawful, they are not profitable. Things like um, our marriage, our family, our job, our hobbies, all these things on their own can be good things. The TV we watch, the music we listen to, the recreation we have, the lawns that we upkeep, the, the crafts that we make. But if these things become hindrances, then we need to lay them aside 
if we get so focused on a hobby or so focused on trying to have our children be the perfect athletes or so focused on being the best husband or wife we can be that we then neglect our relationship with Jesus, we neglect running the race, then that becomes a hindrance and it needs to be laid aside. It doesn't mean that the subject matter that we're talking about is sin. It doesn't mean that working out, eating healthy, being the best you, you can be, things like that are wrong. But if they become things that are hindrances that keep you from fixing your eyes on Jesus, then they do become wrong and they need to be laid aside. And so the first point of application for the believer is not just to say, what sin in your life do you need to get rid of? But it's also to have an honest evaluation and say, what things in your life are not sinful, but should still be removed or at least evaluated because they could be hindrances in your life. The second point of application would be uh, in verse 3 where he says, Consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself so that you won't grow weary and give up. Now his point is that Jesus endured this hostility. And we are going to endure hostility as well. Like it says in the Bible, the slave is not greater than its master. And so if they hated Jesus, they're going to hate us too. And so the way that we don't grow weary and give up is not by pulling ourselves up by our bootstraps, but rather by focusing on Jesus, like it says in verse 2 and verse 3. And so the way we run this race is not just to lighten our load, by letting go of our hindrances and our sins, but also then to lighten our load and focus on the work of Jesus, focus on the life of Jesus, focus on his teachings, read your Bibles, go to church, spend time with Jesus, pray, things like that. And then finally, the third point of application we want to take from this is found at the very bottom on verse 28 and 29. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful. By it we may serve God acceptably with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. I think every single one of us would want to say that we want to serve God acceptably. I don't know of any legitimate Christian that says that they want their worship and service to God to be unacceptable. And so our final point is that we need to understand that an attitude of thanksgiving is the correct way we come to God to then serve him acceptably. Um, Moses and the Israelites came to the mountain of the Lord with fear. They, they didn't have access to God but we have access to God through Jesus. And so we can come to this consuming fire, but we don't come to him with arrogance, with hubris, with pride. Rather, we come to him with thanksgiving, with a heart that says we understand we are not worthy to be here, but praise be to God that we can be here. And so let us respond in prayer now with these three points of application. Father God, I pray that you help us to not only understand the sin in our life that we need to get rid of, but also any hindrances that may be weighing us down. God, search our hearts and reveal to us the areas where we are being distracted by good things, uh, things, the good things that are keeping us from the great things. So help us to understand that, God. Help us to fix our eyes on Jesus so that we may consider him and not grow weary. 
uh, rather than try and rely on our own strength, let us rely on the strength of Jesus. And finally, let us come to you with an attitude of thanksgiving, knowing that it is only with humility and thankfulness that we can then serve God acceptably. It is in your name we pray. Amen.